Why do you flutter your eyes like that? I don't, it's, I don't control it. It's just what happens when I squint. You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road. We're your hosts, Annabelle and Christian. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up. Because after all, home is... The The Academic Academic Eofi. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 29 of Swept Together. We are back from our break. So you'll be hearing this episode in early April, but we are currently on a ship in Antarctic waters. Bound for the continent of Antarctica. We should be there by tomorrow morning. Right. Right now it's about 8.30 p.m. on our second day on this voyage. We left on Friday night, Friday night, like at 6 or 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. Right. And then um, right now it's 8.30 p.m. On, a, on Sunday, March 19th. I don't even know what day it is right now. It's... Uh, We've just been on this yeah, ship I for so know. long. <laughs> it's the 19th today. Yeah. Because we left on the 17th. That's Friday. It's, a, it's, so it's two and a half days hours. by boat from Argentina right. to the uh, Antarctic Peninsula through some of the roughest waters, maybe the roughest waters in the world. Right, Drake's Passage. And Drake, Drake's Passage was he a mofo. He must have been a mean man. On me, because <laughs> when, when we got up on Saturday morning, it was really rough. Like the seas were, re- like it was tossing and turning the whole boat. Mm-hmm. I got up and I immediately got dizzy. And even though I had the, the seasickness patch we both have those. Yeah, we have those behind our ear and everything. And it was just still not, not good for me. And um, I managed to go get some breakfast because I was hungry. And there was some delicious bacon. But even yeah. ba- the powers of bacon did not help me. And, yeah. um, but it tasted good the same coming up. Oh, God. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because it was only like minutes since I had chewed it up for the first time. Gross. (laughs) I, so far, knock on wood, have been, this is better wood, puke-free so far. Yeah. um, Which is great. Although I have the motion sickness patches that we have, side effects include... Super drowsiness. Like extreme, we slept like literally all day yesterday. Yeah. Um, What are the other side effects? Uh, dry mouth. Dry mouth. That's happening. Um, constipation. Um, that's. I think that's all I could think of. Didn't you say that like blurry vision was? Oh yeah, yeah. Blurry vision, blurred vision could be a possibility. Yeah. Which you've experienced. I have experienced. Most I can see everything from afar. It's only when I, I didn't notice it until I started writing in my travel journal, and the closer that I had the journal to my face the more words I saw appearing. And I was like, wait. <laughs> so, yeah. The more but, words you saw appearing or like disappearing? Like, I saw, like, double, double oh. words. Oh, I thought so you meant that things you were getting, see. Things were getting blurry, so. Yeah. But suffice to say, we're on a ship, so it's not like we're uh, in our studio. Yeah, you'll it's hear... It's kind of like our Denver. You'll hear background noise. Right. 
you'll hear background noise, but instead of you know the downtown Denver episode where you'll hear car noises, you'll just hear ship noises. I don't know what a ship noise is. Um, depending on when waves hit us, sometimes things go clang outside, and or you might hear some rolling sounds, like rolling things like batteries rolling around. Oh our yeah, our cabin as things move with the waves or um, or the, the fan. The walls aren't super thick, so you'll probably hear people walk by. The fan in, in, in our room? Yeah. There's a fan that, I, I don't know how to turn this guy on or off. Yeah, so anyway, so, you'll anyway. hear some noises, but it's it's ambiance. We're currently floating in the middle of the sea. We can't really escape the noise. Just, just picture yourself with us here in the cabin, and there's uh, nothingness outside. <laughs> so we're literally... In the middle of the ocean. They say tomorrow, if we get up for sunrise, we'll be able to see icebergs. Icebergs straight ahead. <laughs> yes. Hopefully we won't hit any of them. Right. Hopefully I won't have to sink to the bottom of the ocean like Jack. Yeah. Because Rose was a jerk and didn't share a door. I, fortunately, I think I'm a little better at physics <laughs> than Rose. I think we'll be okay. Okay. So... Since you've had a couple weeks off from new episodes, I'm sure you're already all caught up on all the old episodes that swept together. But just in case we're not the only thing in your life, you can catch all the old episodes at swepttogether.com. Or you can find notes and maybe some pictures from today's episode at swepttogether. Good evening, everyone. The time has come. It is uh, 9.30 and in about five minutes time. So every once in a while, that happens. Yeah. We've had lots of activities. Um, you can find the show notes from today's episode at swepttogether.com slash episode 29 or on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Right. So subscribe to us if you haven't already. And, um, you know, share us out to all of your friends and your loved ones you can um you can share it you could sh you could figure out how to do that by going to swepttogether.com slash share the love i just like making you say that part because you have <laughs> such a hard time with it i know <laughs> but anyway let's go on with the show um yep. maybe we could start with you know why we are here why are we doing this crazy why are we thing here? it's all your fault it is my fault. I take full responsibility. I will be 30 by the time you listen to this episode, but as of recording, I am not yet 30. Right. Uh, You're not over the hill quite yet. A few years ago, I, I think maybe even not quite 10 years ago, maybe eight years ago, I was like, it'd be kind of cool to hit. I had six continents at that point, And I kind of threw out there like, I'll, eventually I'll get the second one. You know, it was like- The second one? Or the last one, seventh one. And it was like a little like blurb that I put on my travel blog in the bio. And then- What the, did it say? It was something like, I've, you know, it had my country count, my continent count. And then in parentheses, it said, Antarctica, I'm coming for you. 
And then the closer I got to 30, the more I really wanted to make this it happen. This is like six years ago? Yeah. So you were 24 Cause I, when, I went when you to hit my, your sixth continent. No, I was even younger. I was... Oh. It was 2007. Oh, so when that was, I was 10 studying, years. When I was 19? studying abroad in Spain. You hit six con continents by, that, by the time you were 19? I was... 2007? I was 20. You hit six continents by the time you were 20? Yeah, my tw I was 20 at the time that I went to Morocco. And then it took you almost another 10 years to get your last one. It is not it's non easy. Non-linear. Non yeah, it is time. not easy to get to Antarctica. <laughs> so it took... Once I finally decided this is a real thing, I'm going to go to Antarctica, that was probably three years ago. And it took me that amount of time to earn the, you know, earn the money, basically. Um, I just started saving. I was like, this is going to happen. I'm going to go to Antarctica before I turn 30. And so here we are. We on will be on our way to Antarctica, like two weeks, not even two weeks. Less than two weeks, yeah. Like one week away from your birthday. Almost. Yeah. Like one week from tomorrow, which is... Yeah, my birthday is on the 27th of March, so... Right. I... We will be disembarking the boat that day. Disembarking in Ushuaia. Mm -hmm, in, Argentina. in Argentina. So I will have accomplished... My goal of hitting all seven continents before I turn 30. 29 years, 358 days yep. old. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right <laughs> under the wire, but I'll be doing it. So um, so that's why we're here, pretty much. Um, I started planning this trip, and I told Christian, hey, I'm going to do this, whether you come or not. But you can come if you want. She just wanted to. <laughs> she, she was like, I'm out of here. See you, dude. Well, it's kind of a big investment to make, when to ask you, someone when to did make. You tell, when did you tell me about this idea and when did we kind of start putting the logistics? When did I, when, do you remember when I was like, yeah, I'll come with you? We were driving home from Buena Vista, I think. We were in traffic. Yeah. So it had How to do you have remember been... these things? I don't even... I, I have such a bad memory. I can't even remember these kinds of things. Yeah, we were... Like little details like that. Yeah, we were in the car driving home from Elk Mountain Ranch. Yeah. And we were... I was talking about Antarctica. Um, so that would have been... We hadn't even been dating a year at that point. Or maybe... Yeah, it was 10 months, let's say. Yeah. So it was one of those things where I was like, I'm going to go do this, and yeah, you can come along. It'd be great if you wanted to, but I'm not going to ask you to spend, you know, all this money. Because there's not really a budget way to get to Antarctica. No. There's a, ex like, a super expensive way and then a moderately less expensive way, but... Or you can be a scientist. Or you can be a scientist, but I'm sure that's not even really that easy, but... To be a scientist. No, to get to Antarctica, even if you're a scientist. Cause you oh, got, right. Then you got to fight for grants and stuff like that. But regardless, it was a big commitment. So here we are. Right. And so that's the reason why we are here. The why. 
and to and and my reason is because I want to see a penguin in <laughs> real life. I've never seen a penguin in real life. I don't even think I've seen one in a zoo. Really? I've definitely I don't know, I don't seen really, them. In, I don't really go to zoos. I've definitely seen them. I think in an aquarium, actually. Really? Maybe. I don't. I mean, I've seen. I mean, the zoos that I've been to is like you know San Diego. Yeah. Zoo. Maybe a little whatever. too warm for penguins there. Yeah. Or, you know, the, 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 the zoo at the, in, in Washington, D.C., the public zoo there. I've been to that one. They might have penguins. I don't know. I didn't really seek out penguins. I didn't really I think there start are penguins. having this fascination with penguins until we started the Antarctica trip idea. Yeah. And then I was like, it would be really cool to see penguins because that's, you know. Yes. They're, they're plentiful down there. And our... Our crew basically says the only thing they can guarantee that we see is penguins. Right. <laughs> They're like, you will 100% see penguins. Right. But it is mating or breeding season for whales. And we are going to various places that are like the breeding grounds. In hopes of seeing, or feeding grounds. Feeding grounds. Um, in hopes of seeing various types of whales. Right. Humpbacks and orcas. Minky whales. Minky whales. Which is just like the cutest name for a whale. Stinky whales. Mm, no. <laughs> Maybe some orcas if we're lucky. Did you say that already? Yeah. Okay. Some killer whales. We found out that there's like 12 different types of killer whales. I had no idea. I thought it was just yeah. a killer whale. But there's like type A killer whales, which are the big ones that eat other whales. And then there's smaller type whales, type B whales. I don't know. There's a poster somewhere in the hall yeah. here in, in on the we, ship. We went to a lecture today about whales because there's a group of scientists on the boat with us that's doing research. They're going to be flying drones Ooh. over the whales. Yeah, and they're going to they're going to show us how they fly drones and stuff and they're going to they're going to use the drones as a way to measure the whales mm -hmm. uh, you know, the length of whales and identify them. And yeah. it's never been done before. And they're also going to be tagging them with these like suction cup tags. Uh, yeah, tracking devices, and they have right. cameras on them. It's very cool technology. So right. it's like basically a GoPro on steroids that they that they like suction to the back of a whale. Yeah, they have this like long pole, and then they just like smack it down onto the whale's body, and then the suction cup, you know, stays on there for. They said up to like forty-eight hours. Yeah. And then it like comes off and they retrieve it because it, it floats to the surface and sends out a little signal, a yeah. UHF signal, and then they could track it wherever it's floating around. And then they pick it up and then they download the data. Yeah. So this expedition that we're on is focused on marine mammals. So whales, whales and seals. And seals. Um, things like that. It's that t it's the time of year where a lot of them are down here in this area, and very it's very common to see them. So, and we're also going to see three. They said three types of penguins that are possible. Two highly likely, and one not so likely, but probably. Then th those are like the Gen two penguins, the chin strap penguins and the Adelie penguins. And unfortunately, the Adelie penguins, which are the ones that I really wanted to see, they're the ones that we have the least possibility of 
actually seeing. Yes. Because of just the way that they they breed. They breed more inland and in a different place. Uh, yeah, on, further uh, south than further we will south be. Further south in Antarctica than we are actually. But th they said that there's, you know, stragglers here and there. They might just be popping out of the water to go feed or whatever. But I really wanted to see those because the daily penguins are... We have a picture ones. of an Adelie penguin in our cabin. Yeah, they have blue eyeballs. Yeah, they look like those googly eyes, those crafting, you know, googly eye stickers that you can stick on things. Penguin, the Adelie penguin's eyes look exactly like that. Right. They look, I think they look the cutest. Yeah, the other ones kind of look like just birds. And they kind of look like jerks. Poor penguins. But, yeah, so um, that's what we're going to see here in the Antarctic peninsula and we are here like we were saying uh in during the breeding or feeding time for the whales which is the beginning of fall because you know we're in southern hemisphere yeah i think it's feeding i don't think they breed here i think they, they don't breed, breed i think they breed in the warmer waters and then they they come they down just here have calves they come to, to eat what they just have calves and then they're here to eat i think so I could okay. be wrong. I didn't. I haven't heard anyone say anything about breeding yet. But I wonder why they come here in the cold waters. Like, why is it that I cold water is? I mean, I know they have a lot of blubber, so they must be pretty hot everywhere else. I think it's because of the krill. Right, but why do the krill come here in the cold? I don't know. They're little crustacean guys. Right. If I was a krill, I'd probably want to hang out in warm water. <laughs> I'm just saying. But anyway, this is the beginning of the fall season here. So in Denver, since we're in Northern Hemisphere, we are just turning, what is it, like two days from now? Yes, yeah, spring starts on the Tuesday? 20th or the 21st. Well, the 20th is tomorrow, and the 21st is on Tuesday. Yeah. So I think the, the equinox is either tomorrow or Tuesday. Yeah, so it's about to be spring. Right. In the Northern Hemisphere, and in the Southern Hemisphere, it's about to be fall. Right. And it feels a little cold, but not really. They said it was, the air temperature today was 2 degrees. That's Celsius. So, you know, somewhere around mid-30s Fahrenheit, which isn't too bad. It was, it was drizzling on me when I was on the observation deck today. I went outside just to do some video and then check out, you know, get some fresh air and check out the, the water. And it was, it was sprinkling a little bit. Mm -hmm. It was definitely sprinkling. So it was above freezing. It was above freezing. And then it wasn't very, you know, it wasn't unbearable for, I guess, my idea of Antarctica was <laughs> going to be just freezing my balls off. But Well, I knew when my cousin who lives in Dallas, she did this cruise a while ago, and she was like, eh, it wasn't so bad. When did, when, at what time of year? Um, it would have been in January, probably. Oh, okay. Well, that's so it would have been like middle high summer. summer, but for somebody from Dallas to say, oh, it's not that bad, it meant it probably really wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then now, so now the, now that it's fall, the penguin chicks are mostly grown. They, the, the scientists that were on board, they did a little spiel about penguins too yesterday and they said that the chicks are mostly about the size of an adult now. Their beaks are a little shorter and their tails haven't grown out as much. But as they've already adults. mostly fledged. Right. And shed their they shed molted. their baby coat. Yeah, the down. And now they have 
regular feathers. They haven't learned necessarily how to swim swim yet. They're right. still timid. So this is going to be an op op awesome opportunity to just sit there and wait for the chicks to come because apparently they're very curious. Mm -hmm. And they're like, ooh, what is that? I want a human. I want them to surround me, <laughs> swarm me, uh, and so that I could take lots of pictures of them. Yeah. There's a couple of people on our ship with uh, penguin onesies, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah. And then, you know, like we said, it's, it's whale season down here as well. And um, we'll see mostly humpbacks and minkies and orcas. Yep. And so... How are we getting there is another question that uh, a lot of people... I think we got a question from one of your friends about, like, the logistics of how did we get here. Right. It's, like the actual, you know, booking of everything and all of that kind right. of stuff. Right. It's not logistically easy. But um, what we did was we went through a group um, called Expedition trips i think mm -hmm. is the name of it and they basically helped us we'll find put a link we ha they helped us find a spot on a boat um and helped us you know we gave them our budget um our time frame that kind of thing um if you want to go during penguin breeding season and you With want all the baby and like tiny, during tiny yeah when the babies are there um that's like january you right. have to book a year out Right. If we you want, like if you want a cheap cabin, because um, what the cabins come in different sizes, and the bigger, basically the bigger, nicer cabins take longer to fill than the, you know, triple quote unquote economy economy uh, cabins. Right. So that's why we ended up putting pushing our trip to later in the year to March, because um, we when we booked in June. That was what was available for our budget uh, in our time frame. Trips range to Antarctica range from, I think, 10 days is that, or 11 days is 11 the days. shortest yeah. you can get because you're obviously spending five of those days in transit. Um, and they go up to like 21 days. Yeah, and then and, and in the twenty-one the, days, you can go to extra islands like the Falklands, uh, South Georgia Islands, stuff like right. that. So, um, so depending on what your budget is and what you want to do, um, and and what you want to see, that's right. But the key, what, you either have to book really, really early, um, so like a year out, or more, or probably more. more. Or I more. would say more, just to be just to be safe. Yeah, or what you do is you book very last minute. Like you come to Ushuaia and just show up. Without a booking. Without a booking. Um, Ushuaia is the town in southern Argentina, the port where the Antarctic trips leave from. It's right at the very, very bottom of South America. And we did see some, some you know, offers. It was like $5,000. Right. For, for a a spot in one of these ships that's leaving in a week um but you have to that requires like a very flexible schedule um you know you just come down here and you scope it out and you find something um which apparently is fairly is easy not to do, hard right? to do but you have to be flexible um with your timing and since we had to take you know pto from work and those kinds of things 
um, you know, we needed something booked in advance. So that's what we did. And then we, we bought our tickets from Denver to Buenos Aires using United Airline Miles. Um, so those tickets were, you know, a couple hundred dollars, just the fees. Yeah. And then we had to buy tickets from Buenos Aires to Ushuaia. Which is equivalent of flying from Denver to, say, like, Pittsburgh. Right. Because it it's about like 1,400 miles. Yeah, like a three-and-a-half-hour three three and flight. Yeah, three-and-a-half hours. Um, and you had to book that on a local airline, a local Argentinian airline. Yeah, we did it through Latin American Airlines. Yeah. But you can also do it through, like, Argentin Argentina Airlines. Yeah, Aerolineas Argentina. Yeah. Um, but LATAM is a um, It seems like it was the with, most... It's a partner with uh, American? Is that One World? I don't remember. But it was... It's, One World is American, though, right? Uh, yes. The network? Yeah, so it's a partner with American. And um, it was... It's, it's most... It was most more reliable than Argentina Airlines from what I was reading. Like on-time departures and on-time right. arrivals. And less strikes from the workers. Right. Um, so everything went smoothly. We built a lot of time in on the front end. You know, we flew in, spent the night in Buenos Aires, flew to Ushuaia, spent the night in Ush Ushuaia. So we, we built in a lot of like contingency time in case something went wrong. Um, and then we have two days in Buenos Aires on our way back. We'll, we'll disembark and go directly to the airport, likely in Ushuaia on my birthday. Yeah. And then we'll have two days to explore Buenos Aires at the tail end of the trip before we head back to the U.S. Right. So it's a lot of travel, day, uh, travel days. Yeah, um, it took us four days basically to get to the ship. Right. And then another two days just in the ship you know, waiting to get to Antarctica. So, you know, it's quite the journey. Um, but, you know, they're very, you know, they take care of a lot of things for you. All of the food is included on the boat. Right. Um, they give you a jacket and snow pants, essentially, and boots. And boots. Uh, and they're wear. all waterproof so mm -hmm. that, you know, because you have to get off the boat on these Zodiacs which are like these flat bottom rubber boats that um, that Jacques Cousteau designed <laughs> millions of years ago. Yep. And then um, and then you have to like step on or in the water, you know, for a little bit of time. And then you step on penguin guano the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. Penguin so, poop. So that's kind of how we planned it. Um, you know, we booked through expedition trips, but the, the boat that we're on is through One Ocean Expeditions. Right. Um, so One Ocean is a different is a different company. Yeah, and I think the expedition trips is just a like a broker basically. Yeah, like kind of like a travel agent. Yeah. Um, and so. And we chose this ship because A was smaller than some of the larger. Some of the other ones could could go to like 250 plus people. Right. And they were a lot bigger. And I don't know if they were more expensive or whatnot, but I, I, when we were doing our research, I read that you, you really want to go on smaller ships. Yeah. Because, I don't know, the, there's more flexibility um, and it's more like customized, I guess. It's, there's like scientists and stuff that come on board with, you know. 
on right. smaller the ships. Right, the experience is better because it's different. Yeah, you're not as com you're not competing with as many people, I guess, for the. Um, yeah, like this ship, the Academic Eofi, is there's 96 people, 96 passengers, and then, you know, the crew and staff. Here, yeah, the crew so is Russian, so they don't speak any English or anything. The the cooks, the the wait staff. They're all Russian. The, the the sailors, you know, they're all Russian. And then every once in a while you can hear on the PA intercom thing, you know, somebody saying something in Russian. And the, the staff who are like international, the, the international staff that work for One Ocean, they, they, they're like, just ignore the things that are said in Russian. <laughs> you don't need to know anything about that. Yeah. So... Um yeah, so this ship, the Academic Yafi, used to be a research, a Russian research vessel. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, it's still used for research now. Yeah, it is, it is. But maybe um, not for the Russians. I don't know. Yeah, because part of the... We can't ever um, be in politics anymore, though, because we've oh, no, colluded we've with Russians. Oh, no, with Russians. So... I forget what I was going to say. I just lost my train of thought. We were talking about... Oh, yeah. So, also, um, because Antarctica is, you know, a protected area for science, you know, we've had to do a lot of things, like, make sure that our all of our outer gear is... F we had to, like, vacuum everything to make sure that there were no, like, seeds or... Critters. Dirt or anything on our... Um, from another continent you know that would potentially corrupt the environment um and then all the trips do things like have you know have these scientists to help them do research and things like that so that um the trip has scientific benefit as well as uh touristic benefit is tourist tourism word? yeah tourism try tourism yeah so now, you know, we'll be arriving in like less than 12 hours. I mean, we're, theori we're, we're technically, from a geopolitical perspective, in Antarctic waters. Yes, we're below so we're the here. 60th parallel. Do you count parallel. this as now as having been to Antarctica? Mm. If we had to turn around right now for whatever reason, would you count this? I mean, we're in Antarctica waters. Yeah. Antarctica waters. I don't know that I'd count it. I mean, we're the continental shelf is is past us. We've we've passed the uh, continental yeah, shelf. Yeah, I mean that's Now that's true. just like underneath our our boat, but our ship. I don't know. I don't think I would count it. No. So we better we better land. We better land tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we are in technically in the Antarctic territory, right? Because we're below the 60 degree parallel on the Southern hemisphere. Yep. So we are now in Antarctic waters. And then tomorrow morning we'll get up at seven and then eat breakfast at seven thirty, And then the Zodiacs will come out, I guess, eight o'clock for a first like on the ground excursion. 
Yep. I don't exactly know what we're doing. Do you know what the what we're doing? Besides just walking around and looking at crap? I think we're just walking around and looking at crap. The morning one, we get to disembark. And the afternoon one, I think we're just going around and looking for whales in the zodiacs. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. I just hope I don't fall into the water. Yeah, that would be not good. Yeah. That would really suck. But hopefully, you know, we'll see some whales, some good uh, breaching, you know, behavior. Mm -hmm. Or maybe a whale will just come up next to us and give us high fives. <laughs> you know, whale high fives. Yeah. And then, um, and then we'll see what there is to do or what is to see the next few days. Yeah, so the next time you hear from us, we will have officially been on Antarctica's continent, territory, land, I don't know. We'll, Something like that, We'll have yeah. set foot on Antarctica. There you right. go. And uh, I will have achieved my goal by the next time you speak to us. So it hardly feels real to me right now. Um, I know we're like on a boat and everything, and we've been hearing all these presentations and getting all of our gear, but... I, it's one of those things that I've been talking about for so long that I hardly can fathom the fact that it's about to happen. <laughs> so, we'll see. How do you feel right now? I don't know. I don't really feel very, like... antarctic -y? Well, no, I just... I guess I just... Un un I don't feel as excited as I thought that I would. What did you think you would feel like? I don't know. I just thought I'd be, like, kind of freaking out. And I probably will tomorrow. Yeah. But I'm just like, okay, here I am on this boat. It could be the medicine, too, because <laughs> it's, like, really loopy kind of stuff. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a huge achievement, a huge accomplishment that I made happen. Yeah. So I'm sure once I set foot on the continent, it'll, like, hit me. I've got to take a video of you disembarking from the... Zodiac. Yeah. So we can see the exact moment <laughs> that you set foot on your seventh continent. Yay! Should I go out ahead of you and then video you from the land? That would probably be the easiest way to do it. Instead of the other way? Uh-huh. Where I'm, I'm staying on the boat? Yeah. The little Zodiac boat? Okay. So that's the plan. I'll stay up in front, you hang back, and then we'll... Well, uh, I'll, I'll take video of you as you disembark. Okay. And then it'll be like, seventh continent. <laughs> yep. It's coming. You want to do the sweep up? Sure. What made you feel up today? Or this trip? Yeah. We'll just go with this trip. Yeah, since we've spent half of most of the day in bed. Um, I don't know, it's just, it's made me feel really loved having you here with me. Um, just, like, the fact that you're so supportive of these, like, crazy dreams that I have, that not only are you like, okay, cool, like, you can go to Antarctica, it's like, okay, I'm gonna come with you to Antarctica, <laughs> um, because I know that this is, like, important, and that's... That makes me feel very loved. You're welcome, babe. What made you feel loved today? Mm, 
What made me feel loved yesterday was when I was feeling like total crap. And then you let me sleep in bed pretty much the entire day except for breakfast and lunch and dinner. Yep. I mean, like, I stayed in bed. I haven't stayed in bed for that long since I've... I don't think I've ever stayed in bed that long. <laughs> I think I just was just knocked out. I don't even know if, like, if I was if I was sick. The last time I felt that sick where I had to stay in bed the whole day, I don't, I don't remember. I have no idea. Mm. Like, I've never been that sick, I don't think. And it wasn't that I was sick. I was just drowsy. Yeah. But anyway, the point was that you let me stay in bed because I was feeling like like poop. <laughs> and then you just laid in bed with me and yeah, you did your thing. But you weren't like, let's go look at stuff. <laughs> let's go outside. Although that might have helped, but that made me feel loved that you didn't jostle me jostle. <laughs> out, of mi out of bed. Yeah, <laughs> just push you onto the floor. The waves were doing enough jostling. <laughs> yeah. That made me feel loved, babe. Oh. How about you guys? What made you guys feel loved this week or any time that you went to Antarctica? Yeah, since we've last talked to you. It's, it's been ages. Yeah. Let us know. Go to our show notes. Read. I'm sure we'll have lots of pictures and things to, to post. Yeah, on the we're, show notes. we're taking video for a vlog too. Taking video, yeah. And so, go to that. You know, um, uh, we'll link it on our on our show notes. Swepttogether.com/slash/episode29. Mm -hmm. And yeah, find us on social media um, everywhere at Swept Together. Yep, and we'll record another episode or two. Or whatever. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But at least one more episode you'll hear from us. While we're here post, in Antarctica. Post goal achievement. Yeah. I'm sure that I'll have all the feels. Yeah. At that point. <laughs> so stay tuned. Listen to us next week for the continuation of this Antarctica saga. Dun, dun, dun. As the world, as the ice world turns. Oh, God. <laughs> in Antarctica. Stay tuned. Until next week. Okay. That's it. Antarctica. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
no. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh. I'm not supposed to whistle. Don't whistle. Okay, I won't whistle. <laughs>